Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 15, and I'll be discussing two topics. One, the first act of Logan earns its uh, R rating. The second is uh, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam getting his own DC movie as Shazam splits in two. So I'll be discussing topic number one, which is the first act of Logan earns its R rating. So we've seen the first 40 minutes of Logan. Uh, Well, sorry, I wouldn't say I've seen the first 40 minutes, but some people have said like movie critics said that they've seen like um, the first 40 minutes of Logan. And it's bloody, action-packed, and unlike any Wolverine or X-Men movie. So, um, and of course, uh, the reaction of the first act of Logan um, contains only minor spoilers, uh, most of which were revealed in the trailers. Um, It takes a lot of... To surprise, a room filled with uh, jaded film journalists and critics, which they're the ones that pretty much saw the film, a a notoriously um, guarded bunch of, uh, sorry, who often like to keep their hands uh, folded at press events, less more um, than a few of us, you know, actually, actually clap, so... And this is all from information that they uh I've gotten from you know that so this is the information that's coming from the critics. Um so well yeah, a few of us accidentally clap. But um it's a type of crowd that even the Fox uh showcase last December could find pockets of resistance finding the urge to be impressed by a bevy of early blockbuster content. However, um, any um, holdouts at gasping had to uh, finally be taken aback um, when it was revealed, sorry, when it was revealed, um, they'd uh, be screened, of course, uh, the first 40 minutes of Logan. So, um, to put it in some context, uh, this is not normal, so rarely, um, uh, you know, do we have, sorry, rarely do we get about a third of a major studio film screened more than two months in advance of release. Um, and so at least, um, in a non-festival environment, uh, so, Stranger Still is the idea that a blockbuster superhero movie at that, um, would lift its veal of secrecy so, uh, freely. Um, so thus offering a vast gender, uh, that's what to expect from a film like Logan. Um, Sorry, like the Logan movie, and importantly, Hugh Jackman's last. So, 
let's. I mean, honestly, I've heard that they're going to be doing another X Men film. So, even though Hugh Jackman will not be Wolverine, they still have to find somebody to replace him. But you know, Wolverine. Sorry, uh, Hugh Jackman wants Tom Hardy to be cast as Wolverine. But honestly, I heard that you know his workout that he did on The Dark Knight Rises took a took an aging toll. So. Uh, sorry, took a toll on his age, so that might be problematic for Tom Hardy if, you know, being cast as Wolverine. So, I think that they're going to, you know, pick somebody else to replace Wolverine, but, you know, we'll see. But my, I'm thinking, you know, Scott Eastwood, Clean Eastwood's son, you know, he has that look, so I think he could, you know, pull it off. He's got to work. He's got to work out and bulk up, you know, jack up like, you know, Hugh Jackman did, so, but, um, but, um, sorry, I'm get back on point, um, but they have a reason to be so open with this movie, and maybe even a little bit cocky, Logan, or at least, uh, its first 40 minutes is good, a uh, real bloody good, in fact, it's better than any superhero movie we've been forced to, uh, Grudge through in 2016. So, and this, these aren't my words. This is something of this is information I've been getting from the you know from critics. So, you saw the film. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, and that is because. So I'm gonna st- I'm getting back on point. But yeah, and that is because it appears to be an actual story with a distinct voice and tone, as opposed to a product. Uh, hence, as sure as uh, the snick sound that allows any emergence of claws, um, there will be blood. Lots of it. Uh, like within the first two minutes, two. So... With, uh, without seriously spoiling, spoiling the plot twist of the first act, I will say that Logan reminds me of an old-school ni- 1990s action movie crossed with Fruit Children of Men. And I meant that uh, in the best possible sense. So, while the first, um, while the first Logan trailer... Uh, sorry, while the first trailer for Logan emphasized... Uh, the dramatic western undertones of of a, of a film about old uh, old men slowly dying outside of a border town near El Paso. Uh, this is definitely not going to be mistaken for a Coen Brothers picture. Uh, there is a lot um, more rapid urgency uh, to this movie's opening moments. So there is um, some graphic violence early on, unlike uh, anything we've seen in this franchise before. Um, So let's just say that the movie earns its R rating from the word go. Sorry, from the word go. Um, So the picture is set in the near 2029, which is roughly six years after... The events of X-Men Days of Future Past. And, uh, sorry, but that's assuming 
of course, the that movie occurred in this timeline. Uh, more on that in a moment. So, um, it seems that uh, in this future, life's gotten really rough for Old Man Logan, as revealed in the trailers. Um, the X-Men are gone. Uh, we do not learn how or why in the first act. And worse, still, um, there hasn't been a mutant born in the past 25 years, according to a now very cynical Logan. There is just more proof that, you know, that we are, you know, God's mistake. God, God's mistake, and I quote, sorry, that's from the Logan, of course. Old man Logan. <laughs> um, hence, Logan's despair um, while living on the American side of the Texan border, of the Texan border to the south. Uh, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier is living in a capsized uh, water tower which is being used by Logan and Caliban, Stephen Merchant, mostly to trap uh, Charles' mine. Apparently, the uh, metal barriers uh, help blunt some of his psychic powers' uh, reach, which is incredibly useful, uh, considering um, he now has dementia, and he is, and if he misses his meds, which uh, Logan routinely brings and uh, administers, he might have an episode that will wipe out a uh, a person within seeming, uh, sorry, seeming miles. Uh, in essence, Logan and Xavier are both uh, waiting around to expire. Logan is res um, is resigned to that, and sorry, but Charles is pissed. So it's hard to explain how jarring it is to hear Xavier using so many f bombs this freely. At at, uh, at times, um, you might think. That, you know, you're also watching the first act of a David uh, Mamain play. Uh, however, given that I've seen what dementia can do to a loved one, um, I can attest it uh, as not an unjustified creative choice. So, um, beyond this, um, I don't want to give away too many more plot specifics at the risk of spoiling some fun twist. However, I can say that uh, the movie has a real verve and confidence in its style and I really haven't been seen sorry and I really haven't seen um, in the genre since James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy that <laughs> it is not to say that I'm sorry. This is anything like that picture, but um, it now, but it knows what it is and what it is not. 
So rather than being uh, built around action uh, set pieces or even sitcom premises, um, the action of um, which uh, there's a lot of is driven by the characters, um, the best of whom I, you know, have not mentioned yet. Um, there are, sorry, more than who, even Hugh Jackman, who is admirably committed to giving um, an extra cynical take on his Wolverine uh, archetype. Daphne Keene's Laura Kinney um, is flatly amazing when it go when she goes into X twenty three mode, almost uh, entirely silent during the first act. Uh, she has a feral uh, quality in her eyes, and which is primarily how she communicates um, with the others. There is a small innocent. There is a there's still an innocence. Uh, and preciousness to the young performer who is 12 years old and when it's um, filmed, sorry, when she filmed the movie. Um, but there is also a raffle intensity um, that makes uh, X-23 unique and far away from being mistaken for a hit girl or a Matilda archetype. Uh, as explained by James Mangold, who discussed the film at uh, the Fox Showcase after footage played, uh, he he um, wanted to uh, take the kind of cute stink of sorry stink off La Lara. Um, I didn't want it. Sorry, I didn't want it to turn into a kind of uh, cupid doll actress. Um, his mission is was accomplished because Lara is apparently in uh sorry well she engaged she engaged um she is compellingly sorry uh she is compellingly in, you know, engaged in plenty of the movie's R rated moments. Um the violence in this film as mentioned is plent is plentiful with claws going through heads uh, and legs being cut off and all sorts of carnage that could only um, ever be hinted in other X-Men movies. Unlike Deadpool, the R rating is heavily utilized in, in the action and other than a few shots... Uh, Sorry, other than, a few, other than a few shots, including some of X-23's uh, backflips and a gnarly effect where Logan uh, uses a barbed wire fence uh, to um, ensnare um, a motorcyclist in pursuit. Um, it's mostly done in, with practical effects. So, as a result, it feels... Uh, Less like a western, and seems more along the lines of an old school action uh, actioner with a thematic um, momentum of children of men. Still, Logan's arc obviously mirrors the one Clint Eastwood enjoyed in uh, Unforgiven, only with more optimism um, for the future, as embodied in X twenty three, and um, similarly, similarly. 
inside the picture uh, book given out to other sorry given out after the press event there's a telling quote on its first page from the Shane uh, screenplay um, telling her everything's all right and there aren't any more guns in the valley so that's a quote from the Shane screenplay but uh ex uh Sorry, Logan comes out in theaters March twenty third. Sorry, March third, twenty thirteen. So that ends that topic. Now the next topic is Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam uh, getting his own DC movie. So, uh, so double the pleasure, double the fun. Uh, Dwayne Johnson recently revealed that he had a productive meeting with the folks at DC Comics to talk about his long term. Sorry, his long in the works uh, starring turn as Black Adam in the DC Extended Universe. And it appears that one of the topics discussed uh, at that meeting was given uh, the DC villain uh, his own movie, Shazam, which has been uh, on Warner Brothers' tentative DC slate for a while now, will split into two separate movies per deadline. Um, so one will focus on uh, ten, uh, to, to tell your hero, while Johnson's um, villain, Black Adam, will get his own feature to top, uh, sorry, to top line. <clears throat> um, so in the comics, Shazam is known as, is also known as Captain Marvel, and is the and is a hero first came in pro, to prominence in the 30s and 40s and one time um you uh, usurping uh the popularity of superman so the character gets his powers via a transformation from his human form billy bot billy bot uh sorry billy batson um, into a superpower entity who can wield enormous strength, speed, and mental abilities. So Warner Brothers will no doubt downplay the Captain Marvel moniker uh, as Marvel Studios already is already deep in development on an adaptation of its own separate superhero with the same name. Black Adam, meanwhile, is Captain Marvel's arch enemy and sometimes anti-hero of the DC uh, sorry, in the DC verse. Johnson was given the choice of playing either Black Adam or Shazam way back when uh, and he chose to go uh, the villain route uh, meaning Warner Brothers um, will soon be looking to cast a new superhero. The character's original origin story portrayed him as an ancient Egyptian predecessor of Captain Marvel, um, but the origin was recon reconceived over the last decade or so to portray him as an anti-hero. Um, so this is a curious development as Warner Brothers continues to figure out how to craft its own DC cinematic universe. So things are so things were on track for Batman vs Superman to kick off a glooming. And serious world, but when fans and critics reacted strongly to Zack Snyder's take 
um, WB began rethinking its course while Wonder Woman and Justice League are poised to be released this year. 2018's Flash uh, hit a snag recently when director uh, Rick Fama, sorry, Famu Viva, sorry, names are hard to pronounce. Um, sorry, uh, the film won't be able to hit its projected uh, uh, production start date. Ezra Miller is busy with Fantastic Beasts 2 this summer. So that leaves Aquaman as the studio's sole um, 2018 release right now. So will the Shazam and Black Adam movies now hit the fast track? Or should they? Uh, we know the studio recently set David S. Goyer uh, to co-write the Le- a Lethal Weapon-esque uh, Green Lantern Corpse. But even with so many irons in the fire, uh, it still feels like the studio is trying to figure out um, the best way to proceed. Um, so, so uh, what do you say, folks? Uh, what does the, your ideal uh, DC film slate uh, look like beyond Wonder Woman, Justice League, and Aquaman? So, that will end this topic, and I will be retiring for the evening. So, feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. Uh, Look for the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club. So, thank you for your time, and good day, and good night.